I had to put a big build up for this one, folks. On this episode of the Houndsman XP Podcast, we are going to recap five days of bear hunting, action-packed bear hunting in northern New Mexico. Hunter Meekum and Wade Hollerman join me to recap five days of just a smackdown on black bear, big boar black bear. We had clients in, and we were the guests of Escondido Hunting on the Paloma Ranch in northern New Mexico. We left the Paloma with tired dogs with worn out feet and happy hunters. The best way to end a hunt. You're going to really enjoy this episode of the Houndsman XP Podcast. Let's get the tailgate down. It's time to dump the box. This is the Houndsman XP Podcast. Good dog, get that bear. Get that bear in here. The original podcast for the complete houndsman. The podcast that represents our lifestyle of extreme performance. Get up yeah. 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 Good boy. Good boy, Uniting houndsmen across the globe from east to west, north to south. You know, if you're going to catch a cat or a lion, you know, you have to have teamwork. We take you to the wildest places on earth. Yeah, so how many days how many days a week do you spend out As much as I can to be honest with you. Anytime that I get I'm I'm out there. Join us for every heart pounding adventure on Houndsman XP. I'll tell you like I tell everyone else, I'm gonna hunt whether you're here or not, so you might as well be here. <laughs> So these are my favorite podcasts to do because we've been, we've actually been, we're not just going to sit around and talk about hunting. We've been hunting. Yeah. It's been awesome. We started on Wednesday this week, Saturday. We're sitting with the movie star, Hunter Meekum. I don't know about that. Yes, you are. Uh, I saw you on the big screen Yeah. in Florence, Colorado on Friday night. Well... The Lionheart video. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool that you got involved in that. Yeah, it was. It's an it's a neat thing Robbie's doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get to go to that uh, premiere for that, and uh, telling you guys how to adjust your mics, and then I'm sitting here with it, hanging <laughs> out here to the right. But uh, yeah, I got to go to the premiere of that with and Whitakers were there, of course, and what Signing a great autographs. project. What a great project. Oh, it is. It's unreal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably the greatest thing for hound hunting to happen in a long time, in my opinion. Next to the Houndsman XP podcast. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie had to pull Second something to out. Second to none. That's yeah. right. Robbie had to pull something out when he saw us come on, <laughs> on the scene. So. Yep. 
And I'm yeah, I'm talking to you, Robbie Kroger. <laughs> so put me on your podcast. I'll tell you all about it. But uh, Wade Hollerman. Yes, sir. Hey, man. First time I've ever met you. And I uh, had a blast hunting with you this week. Seemed like I was eating your dust all week. No, no. And, uh, you're right in the middle of it. Yep. So really appreciate it. But I thought we'd just start from Wednesday and just tell some stories about chasing some bears. Because we had, we had some good ones. Yeah, we we run some bears this week. Yeah, what we what we got on the what we got in the cooler? We've seven boars. Seven boars, yeah. Seven boars in four days. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty solid work right there. Yep. Yep. How many sows did we tree this week? Oh well, we treed the one. Well, first first out first day out the gate, we caught that one. Yeah. How many times did we catch her this week? <laughs> A runner. Yeah, she's a runner. Um, three but, times anyway yeah and there was for sure another sow in there but we, we caught a sow and two cubs the first day and and a sow over where we killed the boar today so yeah we let, I mean, let we, we let six at least six sows go yeah you caught another sow over there today um no uh two days oh, ago two days ago yeah over there exactly right yeah. where we caught that boar today and we can talk about where we're at because we're on private property yeah so we're on the Paloma Ranch. Paloma Ranch. It's a dang good bear place. Bear heaven. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It is. It's unreal. Yeah. Are you guys used to having this kind of bear hunting up in Utah? No, no. It's it's uh, it's quite a treat for us to come here and see this see this much bear sign and stuff because at home, shoot, we could drive around three days and not even cut a bear track or get a bark out of a dog or, you know, we just don't have the the feed and stuff that's yeah that's here yeah. or the we don't have the bear numbers at home for sure right <clears throat> yeah are do you guys live pretty close to each other about 100 miles away that's not bad nope when you're talking in the west it's, you can almost see it yeah, yeah i mean i we go hunting some we don't stay at each other's house usually together we just get up and roll yeah meet each other somewhere or whatever yeah well we kind of know hunter's story as far as that goes i'm not trying to dismiss you hunter because you know what you are a fourth generation outfitter yes sir yep so your family's been in hounds you guys have bred your own hounds and, yep and all that stuff and uh you can find all that out on on lionheart in that film which uh nobody's going to get to see for like 13 months or something unless you go to the live premiere but wait how'd you get into hound hunting and how'd this all start for you um my dad got dogs in 98 uh he drew a bear tag on the LaSalle mountains and uh, met a man by the name of Billy Mayfield. He had moved to Utah uh, after hunting hunting line with Charlie Leader there at home, and he came and uh, Billy took my dad out, and my dad got into him after that, and then you know just started dragging me along, and I just ate it up since since I was eight. So I was I was eight ninety eight, and and then. Uh, we were just weekend warriors, pretty much, and and graduated high school, and had some decent dogs then, and I had my own pack built pretty much by then. My dad was about ready to get out of it. Had some dogs get killed and stolen, and we just whatever telemetry. Maybe they didn't get stolen, but we figured they did. But anyways, he was about ready to get out of it, but I was too hooked to yeah to do it, and uh, so yeah, my senior year of high school. I caught 11 lion by myself and was pretty, 
pumped about that and got hired uh, by a guy by the name of Bruce Ney in Colorado. He's a well-known outfitter and houndsman and uh, went to work for him guiding elk hunters and then we then I took uh, lion hunters with him in that that following winter and we uh, ended up getting on a lion study in, uh, at the Uncompadre Plateau and I did that from 2010 to 14 with him uh, so I got to work with with him every day uh, we would do it from December to April but hunted pretty much every day in those four months for those four years and just kind of went to lion lion hunting school and hounds with school he rearranged my whole pack of dogs and the way we handled dogs and and uh yeah just wouldn't wouldn't have what i have now with without bruce's touch on me and then sure. his good friend hal meekham which is uh a, a, they when they were younger they would they both run bruce's uh dad's bloodline and so I got dogs from Hal and Bruce, met Hal through Bruce, and uh, and that's what I have today is is a pack of dogs that I can trace back to 1950, and we're breeding them and doing our stuff. And 1950. 1950, I can take uh, take most of them back to 1950. And no then, kidding. And then now we've been crossing into Hunter's stuff since we became friends, and uh-huh. we've got some two-year-olds on the ground, and they are pretty special dogs. It's really working good, and... It's been, it's going to be a f- our future, I would think, my future for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. So, is how related to you, Hunter? Um, yeah, we're distance, distantly related, but. Yeah. Yeah. I know how real good, too, so. Do, do some of your dogs go back to his stuff, or did you guys no, take a different No, most of, um, of our stuff, my grandpa got some dogs from uh, Jack Butler and Wiley Carroll and uh, Charlie Tant. And he just started mixing all that stuff up, and and uh, that's kind of what our line is. But we have found through our uh, through Wade's, they've kept really, uh, they've written down everything they've ever crossed, and and there definitely is some of our blood in their dogs. Is written down? Is that the same as is that Utah for written? That's down? written down. <laughs> okay, yeah. I just want to check. I just want to <laughs> make sure we're all speaking the same language here. Yeah, and I'm nobody to be making fun of anybody's <laughs> English. I'm as hillbilly as it comes. So, yeah. unless I'm writing, then I'm really anal. You know, when I'm writing stuff, it's like I use the right grammar. But yeah, so Wade, I mean, what is it? You you didn't. What were you eight years old? I was eight. You, yep. So what did that do to you when you started? Why did your dad get out and you stayed in? You know, there's I've I've found interviewing different people that there's kind of a common thread among us houndsmen that that get in it and stay in it. Yeah, for me it was just I I guess it just the bug I got the bug and and I just got it more than he did. But Dad got hypothermia in 2003 and that changed his he gets cold easy and that really affected he didn't enjoy lion hunting as much because he was always cold right he about yeah. died actually when when he got to the hospital he was two degrees away from dying was so, he out hunting when it happened yeah he had turned loose on a lion late in the afternoon and and it ended up catching it pretty close to the road and he just went in uh just jeans and a light jacket and it got to the tree and it got dark and and uh it jumped and then he went and it jumped again and just the next thing you know he's in the bottom of a canyon and it gets dark and he's wet and 
and uh anyways if he wouldn't had his buddies i mean he was trying to take his clothes off and i mean he was he'd have been dead for sure so anyways that changed him there and then <clears throat> billy had passed away in 2008 so he lost his hunting partner and uh to me that fueled me more i wanted to continue on what he had done yeah he, he had just two daughters and uh he treated me like a grandson and and to me i wanted to go further with it and um i guess about the sixth grade i don't know how old i was then but i decided then i wanted to be an outfitter mm -hmm. and uh we started doing some work with a guy there in utah that had some clients and i ate that up and uh and then just like i said then i went to work for every for bruce and them and then i started my own outfitting business in 2011 when i was 21 and i just give her give her a run for a few years in 2014 finally kind of broke started breaking the ice and i i booked some a full set of lion hunters that winter and and then i just started to you know it's worked its way all the way to where we're at today you right. Know? right but but yeah i just i mean for me the dog hunting's just living i I don't. Do you outfit all counts and stuff? I like do. That? Um, did before in Utah the draw and stuff, and like I said, I worked for Bruce there, and then uh, last year Hunter got me on the Ot Six Ranch with him. So yeah, I uh, I'm Hunter's worm on the Ot Six. <laughs> I like that. I like how that sounds. Chris. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, so let's talk some. What is that? Some kind of cecropia moth flying, a big moth <laughs> in, flying around in here, trying to carry us away. All right, yeah, let's just dive into some of these hunting stories. So Wednesday morning it started out. I'm not even sure what happened Wednesday morning. I've lost track. Well, we I, we went right down the road. We come out of the gate here and took a left, and we rigged and we treed that sow. We treed the sow. Yep. Yep. And you right. guys went in. Did you guys dive off the top? Yeah, we went around and down off the I top. I was late getting – we got – oh, I know. I remember now. Okay, so I'm showing my age. So, yeah, we were up here in the pines, and dogs retreat over the – off the ledge up there. And uh, I zigged when I should have zagged. I didn't have any of your dogs in my – No. In no. my uh, Garmin. And then you had some dogs off to the right, and you went in and checked on them. And then the other dogs retreat to the to the left, and so I was walking towards them, yep. and then realized that I was walking away from you guys, and I got I got separated from you. So I cut it back up to the buggy and moved the buggies around above you. Yep, that's what you did. Yep, yep. that's the first day, and that was that, that was our first encounter. We saw how many times did we see her across the road, that right out of the ranch. Seemed like every morning, if someone went down that road, you'd no see her. No kidding. I mean, it was every day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She's eating right there, something. Yep, and then Hunter was the all-star on Wednesday, him and his group. Tell that story, man. That's that's a good one. Uh, that was the first day, wasn't it, Wednesday? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Wednesday, we, <clears throat> man, we rigged a bunch of country here behind camp. The acorns ain't real thick there, uh, whether they froze or they got knocked off. I had a big hailstorm here. Anyways, we crossed the highway and dropped off into some lower country and had a hard rig and uh, – Man, it was a weird deal. Uh, we sent, I sent a couple dogs, and they, they went down to the bottom, hit, and started trailing back away from me. And they got about 800 yards, and they started petering out. So I figured I'd went backwards. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I have other dogs in the in the box, and they're still going nuts. Like, uh, anyway, so I get a couple more dogs out and walk them down and to start it what I figure is the right way. So I'm going down this little bottom, fifty yards from the side by side, and and I have one dog that goes over and just puts his feet up on a tree and starts treeing. And I look up there, and there's nothing there. But I look back at the next big ponderosa, and there's a sow and two cubs. So I assume she. You're minus. Yeah. Minus. Minus points in a competition. Exactly. <laughs> Wrong tree. You slick tree. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but there was a sow and two cubs there, and, and uh, um, I assume she just clumbed the tree as soon as she heard us rig, you know, and we just went backwards on her. But anyways, we we rolled down the road. Uh, you recovered good, though. This. Yeah. 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 Anyways, we rolled down the road, went, uh, got into a canyon with some good water, and uh, figured we'd water the dogs there, and it was getting fairly warm at this point, and. Uh, Brad, the other guy here, Brad Evans that's hunting with us, said, let's just walk these dogs up this canyon just a little ways. And he literally, from the buggies, walked 50 yards, and they strike and start trailing out of there. And long story short, they they got the bear jumped and rolled up through the canyon a ways. And he kind of started going through some big rock slides, and we kind of got some dogs spread out. But anyways, I rolled up around the road there. They were coming up to the road. And, and right when I, I, I come around the corner, I seen the pretty nice black boar and the dogs were just right on him there and he seen us and turned and anyways boiled down the canyon 500 yards and treed right there and i thought you went in a cave that in the no cave that's day? second day second day second day was a cave well who shot the who's whose bear was that the first that day? was adam 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 yeah he killed the nice probably a seven eight year old black boar yeah 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 and then so then the next day we do the same thing go up through all the pine country, drop off right where... Did you hit anything right above camp here? We never did. I've never... I've ran a bear out of there every time I've rigged up through there. On the little loop road here? Yep. Go right up behind the cabins, take the left, get right in there, and boom, have a hard hard rig. rig. Goes right over the top, drops into the dry simmer on, and I catch them off there. The Houndsman XP Podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsmen of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsmen. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this made-in-America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say made-in-America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. I haven't rigged there yet, but these guys did see a bear, and you you were there. They seen a bear that day that we were all coming out of there after we killed that other nice boar. Yeah. But then we killed that same red, a chocolate, I guess what, I guess it'd be a red bear the next morning, yesterday morning. He sees it right yeah. right here, and it run off into that canyon. Yeah. yeah. So I Maybe the same bear. Same bear, yeah. He yeah. said it was a nice... They always look bigger on the ground, you know, and they're running from you. But. The one that I caught? Um, yeah. Yeah, the probably the one you I caught. caught the one on, I caught one on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, we got to break this down. We've caught so many bears. <laughs> so I want to talk about that cave bear because that, that thing was crazy. Yeah. You you went up through so we went up the not, loop road. Yeah, nothing there. Crossed went the road the again. Literally probably 500 yards from where we started the blackboard the day before. Uh, we rigged hard, sent dogs, and, I mean, we, they covered some country. They were getting it. And uh, I bet we went probably three, four miles as the crow flies, and and he headed right for the highway. <clears throat> Brad stayed down in the bottom. I got around the highway, and, and they went to baying him right there, and we got a cool show. They were fighting him up through the oak brush, and he was picking out dogs and chasing them around and kind of worked up to a big ledge face and then kind of just started going to the bottom of the ledge face, and then we started losing signal on him. And we're only like 300 yards from him, so we buzz around, and, and Mario, the the guy that's with us on the ranch, uh, he said, shows us where a little road is. Anyways, I get 60 yards from the dogs, and I can't hear them. So anyways, I figure they're in a hole. So I get up there, and, yeah, they've got him baited in probably a 25-foot cave. It goes back in it 25 goes back, feet? Yeah, it's deep. And it's a pretty big room, um, probably the first 15 feet, and then it kind of really narrows down back to where the bear was in there. But anyways, we uh, – it was a nice bore, so we uh, we knew You guys that. got some awesome video of that. Yeah. Did Mario crawl in there with you? Yeah, he kind of got in there a little bit, but he said it weren't his deal. <laughs> but I don't uh, know that it's my deal no, either, it's, crawling you know, in the cave with a bear. Yeah, it's... Uh, that'd be intense. If 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 Have you done that? Have you caught him in caves? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of them things you just got to go... A lot. Got to go do it. We bay a lot of bears in holes. At home, yeah, we got a lot of this ledgy black rimy country. So they, there's a lot of them, big crevices and caves and yeah. stuff. You know, I've never crawled in a cave with a bear. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I guess I took some dogs out of a culvert pipe, which is kind of the same thing. Down. Yeah, but I would. I didn't like it. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's like this isn't where I need to be. Yeah. You know, hope I got. I don't know, man. That's. How'd you get your balls back in the side by side to get back to camp? When you're as dumb as me, Chris, you just you don't even think about it. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) No, the worst part is the dust in there because you get back in there and the 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 dogs have got it all stirred up so bad, and then you just gotta wait. You don't know how close you are to them or not. But and Jacob was your hunter that day. Yeah. Yep. And And he he was right up in it. Yeah, he was eating it up. He did real good. Yeah. Yep. And the dust was. He said the dust settled, and then. Well, and then when he shot, it really blew up. And you don't know a lot. Sometimes they'll run up, run over the top of you coming out, or sometimes they just stay back in there. But he, that, made, he made a good shot, and it was over fast. So. And then that's crazy when you shoot a gun in a cave like that. What uh, was he shooting? Forty-five seventy. In a I cave. I still can't hear out of this ear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing we overlook as houndsmen a lot is shorty is the one that turned me on to this, but he wears earplugs. He'll put earplugs in before he walks into a tree. And uh, so I started looking into some different products with uh, noise canceling, but you still have the Bluetooth and the surround hearing enhancement type stuff. So I'm running some Isotune sports right now. Uh, they're called Calibers from Isotunes. And, um, man, they're cool because – I have a hearing disability anyway, so I can still hear the the dogs out there. But as soon as the shot goes off, or if you get in close to a tree, then it, it cancels that noise yeah, out. Them are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. If I'm running my side by side, 
you know, you just put them in and, and it cancels all that noise and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think we overlooked that so no, much as houndsmen. A guy, a guy should watch out for himself a little more, you know, and the problem is with me and Wade, the first tree we went to, that's where the ear, ear muffs or ear plugs, whatever you want to call them, would, they'd stay right there probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Set them in an oak bush Hey, we've all lost away. stuff. I've <laughs> lost stuff this week. I lost a radio at the, at a tree on Thursday. Or Friday, uh, you lost a Garmin. What have you lost this week, Wade? Anything? Nothing yet, but nothing yet. I'm sure there's nothing something. That he knows nothing that he when he gets home, he'll realize what he's lost. <laughs> yeah. Yep. For sure. For sure. Yep. Then, uh, what's your favorite place to hunt on this ranch? Uh, the, I like the Rincon. That's some cool country, isn't it? Yeah, I just I love the. I love to walk a bear on the ground, and there ain't no trees there, so. It's all oak brush. It's oak brush, and you shoot them on the ground, and I love that. Or, or you catch them in an, an oak tree. That's yeah. And our oak out here is an eight inch, ten inch oak is a big. That's a big one. So when you shove them up in one of them, it's just the only place there's cool. any big oak trees on this ranch is over in Oak Canyon. Yeah, there's some big and big yep. ones over there. Nothing like back east, though. I would imagine. Well, a lot of the old ones have been cut and different things but we got some we got some big oak trees back there yeah yeah when when i come out here and they say oh he's up in the oak brush or he's in an oak tree and i walk up there and there's an it's an oak tree it's like this is a bush you know yeah (laughs) and bears are six seven feet off the ground and and that one i caught thursday you know that we ended up did we shoot that did we kill that on friday it would have been friday yeah yeah the day after you caught him yeah he was in an oak bush wasn't he yeah. Yeah. No, it might have been Saturday. Saturday we killed that one, didn't we? Today's Saturday. No, today's Sunday. Today's Sunday. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's all running together. So yeah, sa- yeah, I think it was. It was. It was yesterday, yesterday. we killed that bear. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I telling on myself again. Besides, you know, the other thing that I said, uh, I overslept on. Was it Thursday morning? And the alarm was not working. I I set the alarm clock in the room. And uh, anyway, I overslept. No excuses. I just being a lazy slug. And uh, get up, and you guys are all pulling out. So I'm like, crap. And I run out there and fire up my buggy. And Shorty sees me going out, and he sends me sends me a text. One te- one where it says Rincon. I was like, okay, I know where we're headed. So I peel out of here, and hit the county road out outside the gate and I'm, I'm hauling down through there and all of a sudden I, my box just blows up and I go around this bend and there's a f- bear standing in the road and he's a big brown bear with a little blonde hair on his but just lightly blonde on his back and he's just streaking down the road and so I'm trying to get my phone out of my pocket Tuff's going nuts in the front seat and he's on a leash and he's about ready to bail out, so I'm grabbing him. I'm trying to videotape this bear running down, and I'm already sexing the bear in front of me because his balls are about <laughs> bouncing off of the bumper on the side by side. And he's just and he was a nice bear running down the road, and I'm about trying to keep the buggy on the road and everything else. And he runs off the road, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna go down and check with you guys and see where you're at, and make sure that you had something going because we were gonna come back and catch it that day. And you already had a bear going that day. Yeah, we hit one not very far into there, and and we were, yeah, we. I think we were even had him jump by the time you got a hold of us. So, yeah, and yep. that was that kid's first bear, right? Yep. 
Yeah. First ever. First ever. How I, many how many kids do we have this week that killed their first bear? Two for sure. Yeah, two kids two kids for sure. Today. Well bo and both kids I would would believe it was their first hound experience. Yeah. For sure today's was. Um and I think yeah, uh Friday's was too. But I don't know if uh even some guys was that their first bear? Oh, so Jacob and Jacob's Adam both. Yeah. And, first and bear. And they want to do it every year now. They want to make a tradition. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Those yeah. guys those guys are good hunters too. I mean, they they hunt a lot at home. Yeah. I always love taking those guys that have never been before. Yeah. And they've got all these ideas that about hound hunting and and then you show them a cool experience like crawling in a cave with a bear. I mean, that's something he's never going to forget. Oh, no. no. Nope. Yep. So yep. It's, uh, yeah, it's, that guy today was a little bit hesitant about his kids coming because he's like, I know they're going to eat this up. And he says, I don't want to be buying hound dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and they well, were. They loved they, it. They, I mean, they wanted to stay with us the rest of the day. I yeah. Mean, that kid was jazzed up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Shorty asked him if he wanted to go back with his dad, and he said, no, I if if you guys are gonna keep hunting, you care if I tag along. He did. Ate it did up. you guys go after? Uh, we'll we'll save that story for today. We're on we're on Thursday right now. So I chased. I went down, checked with you. Yep. You put Jacob. We got some great video. You got some awesome video of that. Yeah. That whole deal with those bear, those dogs catching that bear in that oak brush and stuff. Great big bear too. He was yeah, a good bear. one. That was a big bear. And and here's this kid that has never experienced that, walks in there. He did an awesome job. Unreal, yeah. Did he shoot one time? Uh, twice, but <clears throat> I, yeah, I just, right before we went in, I worked, just told him how it was going to be. Dogs are going to be, you know, once we realized it wasn't in a tree and it was bait on the ground, I told him we're going to go in, dogs are going to be around it, just I'll holler a little bit. If, if we don't have a clean shot, we're, and then I'll get, I'll get the, some dogs back and then shoot him. Well, they were backed enough, five or six feet from him, and we slipped into that oak brush. And and uh, he was actually packing a a uh, scope with one or a rifle with one power scope on it. I didn't know it was a one power, but we had a lever action, open sight, and I had him switch guns and we racked one in. And I mean, you couldn't see the bear until you broke within ten feet of the. And right. the oak was so thick. And uh, the bear was so concentrated on the dogs, and we took the wind right so he didn't smell us or nothing and just nice, clean, broadside shot and hammered him. And then it just was, you know, whatever. They started jumped on him for a minute, and then we got him back, and then he hammered him again. So it was uh, – And you're always – you're the guy that's always – it doesn't matter if somebody stones one. You're always like, yeah, I shoot him again, shoot yeah. him again. <laughs> if, yeah, all my videos, if I uh, – it's just as soon as it's just what comes out of my mouth. Oh, why not? Yeah. Most people don't have the wherewithal to go ahead and follow through and rack the action. Yeah, you know, and be yeah. prepared for that follow-up shot. Yep. And it's it's just something that you might as well tell them. You know, yeah. I mean, and a deal. You know, most of the time, if if we can, we tie our dogs back to sh when we when we harvest something. But in a situation like that, I couldn't have went in there and the bear would have busted and we would have, you know, whatever been running all over the mountain. So, yeah, I like him to die when, you know, just a one shot quick and then we're not getting dogs hurt and stuff like that. Absolutely. 
So that bear, you know, that it it uh, bit a couple dogs and soared some good ones up. So it was, you know, nothing that nothing, nobody's going to. Did you know it was a boar? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the size of him when I went in, but just the way he acted, you know, just walking on the ground and fight, fighting dogs like he did, I just, that's just a more style of a boar mm -hmm. in, in our country anyways. Um, at home, we have some pretty mad, bad sows that have, they're older, I think, and been hound dogged, uh, you know, some, and they're, there's this one that by Hunter's house, there's she'll. She'll turn dog, turn around and run a dog down two, three hundred yards. No kidding. And uh, anyways, I don't experience that down here, mm -hmm. but uh, at home, definitely. Yeah. But you know they're different in Utah. We're drawn tags and really selective, so some of them sows do get a get to be old. Yeah. So. So getting back to the the story when I came down and you guys were already running that, so my deal was I turned out. Went around the rim rock, came almost all the way back to the to the gate yep. of the ranch here. Then he turned and went back up into a canyon there, and they they just slammed him yeah. and had him. And so <laughs> I ran down. I instead of walking in there because I I tough was treeing, and that's the first time he's ever treated on a bear. And so I knew it was probably low, and they were probably looking at him. Hey folks, this is a great opportunity to tell you about a product I'm using right now that I've just flat got addicted to, and that is Onyx. I'm in northern New Mexico right now as you're listening to this podcast, and we've been chasing bears. I came out here a few days early, took the opportunity to, to ride the ranch here, mark the trails, mark water sources, food sources, bear sign, all of that sort of stuff, and it helped me get to know this ranch. When a bear is started at the bottom and he's coming to the top, I don't have to try to find a trail. I've already got it mapped through the app. I mean, it's so easy. It's right there on your phone that you got with you all the time anyway. I want to tell you also a true story. And this happened this morning when we were running a bear. The hounds were taking a track from the bottom of the canyon. They were going up through some rocky, ledgy country there, and they were headed towards the top of the mesa. I flipped open my Onyx and boom, I know right where my trails are to get up there if I need to pack them up, if I need to, you know, just get to the top of the mesa in a hurry. I already knew where that was because I'd already mapped it. I'd already laid my track from my buggy and was able to see where all the trails were coming out of this country. Also, the other part of the story is I couldn't actually get my handheld tracking device to orient properly and tell me exactly where the hounds were. So by opening up Onyx, I had an idea the country they were in. I could see all the train features. Super handy. You can get their elite package by going to our website, going to houndsmanxp.com, go to our partners page, click on the Onyx icon, and go to their website, and you will pick up 20% off of your elite subscription when you use the code HXP20. It's that easy, folks. Know where you stand with Onyx. And I get downwind and, and approach, and I, I'm there, and I can see the bear in the tree, and I just sit there, and then the sun's starting to come over the ridge, and I, I set a time limit. I thought, if, there, if I don't hear anything by 9 o'clock, nobody's coming, I'm pulling and getting out of here. And that's what I did. So 
and then uh, that was Thursday. And you did you kill a bear on Thursday too? Yeah, that was the one we shot on the ground that we yep. just had to start. We about. just talked about that. Yep. And then Friday. Friday, Randall killed the 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 big black bear, the real pretty bear. Oh yep. yeah. We we went over to Rincon. Is it Rimcon? Rincon. Rincon. Anyways, we we go up through there and start up the first side road there, <clears throat> and rigged hard, sent dogs, had a had a good bear race in there, a couple big loops, and then end up treeing a big nice sow, and then come up over the top towards camp here, and rigged. And but by this time it was getting warm, and luckily I'd saved, I think I saved four dogs off that race that I didn't let go, and and I sent them and two others that had went, and they. They come down, made a big loop, crossed the county road, and went clear up Bear King into the very top and, and treed. And we all went around and walked off. And yeah, we came back through camp. Yep. And went up on top. Uh huh. And yeah. kind of found a shoot off that yeah. big black rim and had to fight our way down through there and got to the tree. And that, you know how they are. Sometimes them, they're nervous in the tree and he's coming down face first, slapping at dogs, slapping his jaws. And, and I beat Randall to the tree by probably two, three minutes. And anyways, he come around the tree and I could tell the bear was going to jump. And You I'd, two beat everybody to the tree. <laughs> Let's just get that out there right now. Well, we're, you're young for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, he pulled his pistol and, and made a real good shot right before the bear jumped. And What was he shooting? Um, It was a 44 on his, he had a 45-70, but. As soon as I told him, I seen him around the corner. I said, Randall, you better shoot him. He's going to jump. And by this time, I was already worried because it, it, it was hot that day. Yeah. And it was, what, noon probably? Yep. Yeah. I mean, they had went a long ways in the heat. And uh, Anyways, so he pulled that pistol and, and hammered him. I, I Does it worry you guys just worry you guys, guys showing up with pistols and stuff, your hunters? Does it worry you? Um, no, I mean, I, I, no, I mean. Most guys can shoot them, but I I would rather have a rifle just for the fact that you know how it is shooting a pistol. Sometimes it's it's not real easy. Right. But in that situation, I mean, he was right there, and and Randall said he was almost even, even with, him with him coming him, yeah, off that and hill. And he was low, low, like dogs were reaching him almost, you know. Yep. But yeah, uh, and it a lot seems of, like everybody wants to be jump. You know, you get houndsmen are if if a guy's carrying a pistol. The you know us as hunters that do it all the time, I got a lot of faith in them. But but people I don't know that's like somebody's brother-in-law or a client or whatever, showing up, man. That everybody thinks they're John Wick. Oh sure. And and but this guy, I mean, he's an accomplished hunter, Randall. Yeah, is. he's Randall's done a lot. He's been all over the place. You bet. Him. Yeah, he's he's a guy you can trust in that situation. You, you know? guys took everybody down here and. Had him shoot too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that first night we shot. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys always do that? Uh, no. I mean, for the most part, it was just because we have a range right here and it was handy. Yeah. We do when we were elk and deer hunting, but most of the time, you know, when you're lying and bear hunting, no, unless they, if they ask, you know, or yeah. whatever, they want to shoot their most gun. Most of the time, that's a close shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, if, but my choice, if a guy were to say, hey, what? What can I bring? You know, what's what do you like me to shoot a bear with? It's a thirty thirty. It just dependable, aren't they? Point proven today, you know. Right. One shot, wham, bam, it's done. Yep. 
That and kid, that kid knew how to shoot it too. Yeah, but they're just you're just comfortable, and if it's uh, if it's a dog and bear fight on the ground, they you can open sight, you can see everything going on. Yeah, just way more accurate. Yeah, we're gonna do a podcast about optics and bear hunting with hounds one of these days and hog hunting because you know I've I've walked to bear trees and seen everything from you know. 10 by 40 scopes and and all this stuff and that thing's useless if you catch one in thick brush you just can't do your target acquisition and everything in time you can't you know more than likely you know if you've got that sucker cranked at the minimum you're looking at 10 power and it just turns into a mess you can't tell the difference in anything at that point yeah yeah so i like shooting open sights or a zero like a like a Delta Point Pro is what I've got on one of my rifles, but most of the time I just shoot open sights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just we're not shooting long range. No, we like when we're hunting horseback or muleback at home. We'll, we usually have a rifle, and just because a lot of our country, you might have to shoot a bear walking three, yep. four hundred yards away in front of the dogs. You know what I mean? That's but, di- that's di- yeah, that's. But in this country, it'd be tough to do that. It's just too thick. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got you're either going to be right with them on the ground or you're going to have them in a tree. Yeah. Yeah. So we got through Oh, the the funny thing about you guys walking out Bear Canyon was Mario went with you. Yeah. And he's like, I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. He said, what do I feed my horses for? <laughs> yeah. That guy's a hoot. He's a, man, I had so much fun with that guy this week. Oh, he's, he's some, a good He rode with guy. you every day, right? He did, yeah. 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 He's a good guy. Yep. Never been around it before. and uh, I think he's eating it up, too. He's eating it up. He told these guys the first day, how do you guys under- know about your, uh, or your your dog's bark when they're out? And I think it was Brad, huh? Brad says, well, Mario, don't you know your, don't you know your kids' voices? Yeah, but I don't have seven kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good one. He he's is. a good one. So we're caught up with Randall, Bear Canyon, and Randall was Friday, right? Yep. And then uh, earlier that morning, we went to Oak, and we caught uh, Shivers' bear. Yeah, Robert. Yep. Yep. And that was a that bear gave us a run that morning. He really did. Yeah. Yep. yep. Back and forth, and dogs split, and I think they got into. Some more sand, I guess, is what I was guessing. I think that so. young blue tick got into more scent like elk. He could have. Yeah, blue I think tick, he yeah. was stretching one out. <laughs> yeah. Because he showed up later pretty tired. Yeah, all the red dogs did what they were supposed to with that out. That out blue dog, he. Yep. Outcast. You're, You're talking about your dog? Yeah. yeah. Well, mine, it must have been, they thought they were brothers. They, <laughs> mine went with yours. Yeah, uh, did he? Yeah, and the plots, the plots went, they you went know, with, they yeah. went with your dogs. Yeah, then plots don't screw up, and blue dogs do <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Yeah, I just did. Well, that, that was a was, good, that was a classic, that was a classic bear hunt right there. Yeah. I thought it was. Yep. We're going down the road, we get a rig strike, we turn out on it, and it just happened, you know. Yep. Went around the canyon, came back. And we went down to chase the trashy blue dogs, and boom, we got a tree behind us. We come back around, and they're just – it was picture perfect. I mean, what we walked to that tree? 160 yards? 130 is a, is a tough one. Yeah. 
That, yeah. That was a pretty bear, too. Yeah. A true, that's a true, true cinnamon bear. Yeah, and that's what he wanted. Robert said, I want to, I've killed a bunch of bears, but I want to, I want a cinnamon bear. Yeah. And it was, it was just yeah. from the tip of its nose to the tip of its tail, all the way down to its nose, just yeah. pure cinnamon. Beautiful. Good hair. Yeah. Just, just a nice bear. Yeah. Yeah. We had a little debate there at the tree, whether it was rubbed or not. Yeah. I just, I seen that bear move and I just didn't want him to, you know, I had to let him go with the rub spot, but. It was pine sap in the end. Yeah. Yep. So. Good bear there. Yep. Then let's talk about Big Mike. Yeah. That guy's a hoot. <laughs> Make Big Mike's fun. Is, yeah. You guys call him Uncle Mike? Uh, he calls his cooler that he packs Uncle Mike, but everybody. So it, when he'd always tell me get Uncle Mike, it's always his little 18-pack cooler. <laughs> but everyone else just transitioned it over to Uncle Mike for him, and it worked. Yeah. He probably eats that up, too. He probably does. Yeah. He's just a good. He's here for a good time. He really is. Yep. And we got him a heck of a good bear. Yeah. Yep. We caught that pumped. same bear that I treat on Thursday. Yep. Went right back in there, and it just worked out. Yep. And it was fun. We finally got to, well, we all got to hunt together that morning, so that was fun. Yeah. yeah. That dude gave us a run that day. Yeah. He, yeah, it. Uh, what we got? Somebody trying to get in here? They're about to get in. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, um, the uh, yeah, it, that bear gave us a heck of a run. He did. It was. Uh, yeah, we we struck him on the road. Struck him on the road. Went up. They made him. I don't know. Pretty quick. Yeah. He did. And then we brought him to the road again. Turned him back he, uphill. That was inadvertent. That was totally inadvertent. <laughs> that was one of those deals. If you've never bear hunted with hounds, okay, adrenaline can get kind of high, and people start ramming and doing things, and we were wanting the bear to cross the road. Yeah. And More trees on that side. Huh? More trees on the other yes. side of the road. Yes. We didn't want to – we are going to let him cross the road so we didn't bang him in the brush. And, and plus, it was a little, a little easier walking where – Big Mike could get to the tree, you know, if we got him treed low enough. So we want to want him to cross. And so people got a little rambunctious and got down in front of the race and turned the bear back up. So that's all we're going to say about that. But, um, yeah, that, that bear, he took almost the exact opposite track that, that when I caught him on Thursday. Yeah. So he went up in that canyon where I treed him, came out of that canyon, Went around the rim rock, started to drop down, almost got to the road. Then he's parallel on the road above us, probably 200 yards, and got behind us. And and then we, we, yeah, we caught, ended up catching him after he crossed the road. Yep. Yep. Good deal. Worked good. But yeah, he crossed the road, and we still fought him for right another 30 or 45 minutes. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So. Before you. Before he uh, decided to get up a tree, yeah, it's because I turned tough loose. Well, yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised when I seen him up there. <laughs> I not after, that he not that he made it. I was just there was there was just more strange dogs there, you know. And I'm like looking around, and everyone was they checked him out, but he he lets were, everybody knows that he's a dog too. Yeah, yeah. When they cup up and sniff him, he gives them a little growl. And it's like, hey, <laughs> I'm a dog. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, in hindsight, I shouldn't have let him go. It worked out. I don't the bear know, treed. He, yeah, I'm sure he did it. Right when Tom yeah. got there, he popped up. Yeah, yeah. as soon as he got there, he's just like boom. Hey, it changed. He made that whole race something. on Thursday, though. Yeah. I mean, he's a cool little dog. He really is. I've I've been watching you rig the last two mornings, and man, he's got his head out, and he's just hunting the air hard, and he's and busy he all the time. Sure rigs. People don't people don't believe it. You know, they I get all kinds of comments about him when I pack him around. It's like. Oh, what are you going to do with that little dog? What are you going to do with him? You know, is that your squirrel dog? Is that your, you know, he can do whatever he wants, really. Yeah. But we've driven past elk and deer and everything, and he just, he doesn't care about that. If it's, if it's something that's, like, dangerous, he's all about it. Coons, and if it'll put up a fight, he's not into the chase. He's looking for, and I think he knows, you know, if, it, if it'll put up a fight, he's, he's all in. It's like, let me go. Yeah. And he hits it and hits it hard. <laughs> Blows my eardrums out. <laughs> I don't know why I put him in the front. It's just funny because I can sit there and videotape him and nobody believes it. You know, it's just like a <laughs> little bitty yeah. dog and he's just hanging out the side of the side by side and just racking them off. Yeah. Yep. Then after we caught that bear, Hunter's like, let's go catch another one. Let's go, let's go catch another one. Was that yesterday? Was that no, that was Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yep. And that's what we're going to call this podcast. One more dump. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. That was terrible. When we got down to the road, somebody, Mike was saying, well, you guys know this country pretty good. And I told him, I said, if I knew this country better, I'd have never gone off that rim. Hey, I told you <laughs> I'd got your dogs for I you. know. But the day that I can't get my own dogs is the day I quit. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then it was, well. I don't know if it was good or bad, but right when we got the tree, the bear jumps. After Why, where run, did we start that bear? We started just right below camp here. And it was that same little black It was that sound. black one, that runner. We should have killed her. <laughs> we should have killed her. I'm yeah. telling you. She was a pain in our butt She's all a week. fun one, though, because you can. Oh, she's yeah. A, she's she a puppy put, trainer, huh? Yeah, she puts a run if, yeah. they can, if they can make it. Yeah, no kidding. But so we get done with, with Big Mike's bear, and Hunter's like, we we probably go catch another one, huh? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And boom, we hit that little black running sow and ran her all the way up in Bear Canyon. Treed in a tiny little tree. And I never saw the original tree. <coughs> well, just Wade Wade got in front of us, me and Shorty and Wade and Levi. Levi all walked down, and you were coming behind us, and we got way, bad. Way well, behind you. Them, them lava slides were pretty good, huh? Man, I'm telling you what. <laughs> when I was 30 years old, how old are you, Hunter? 28. 28. When I was 30 years old, I was working with an officer. We were checking fishing license along the Markland Dam. And there's big boulders and stuff down there along the dam. And people just comp chunks of concrete and stuff. And you just go down there and skip across it and check fishing license. Well, I had an, old, an older officer with me that was around 50 years old. And I'm just skipping across here, just going down through there, checking fishing license, not thinking a thing about it. And I look back, and he's, like, crawling through these rocks. And I was like, what the heck is he doing? And then I got a taste of that. That was my <laughs> lesson. I learned something every time I go hunting. And yesterday my lesson was humility because I had a flashback of that time. You know, you guys dive off, dive bomb off the ledge, and, I, and you gave me one last – 
chance. You said, Chris, I'm serious. I'll bring your dogs to you. I'm like, no, I'm coming with you. And I jump off the ledge and I get down through there and as I'm going through those boulders, I'm looking down. Remember that guy that went hiking in Utah <laughs> that cut his own arm off to save his life? hours or whatever they called that. Yeah. I was having the same flashback. I'm looking down. I'm like, <laughs> I could fall in that and I could be that guy chewing my own arm off so I can live, you know. And I'm coming down through there thinking three points of contact, three points of contact. And you guys were way ahead of me and got to that first tree. Yeah. Now the bear and the dogs ran I was in a good position, yeah, though. I told Shore to yell at him. I said, they're going to come right for you. I saw all of it go right by me. Really? I was like, Woo. I was like yeah, who's, who's the smart one now? <laughs> <laughs> Mar Mario was the smart one because we asked him if he'd go to the tree. He's like, And he know. looked off that rim and said, no, I'll see you guys later. He says, you guys have a nice walk. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I'm going back to the buggy. I'll bring him around. Uh, he'd already done that. He ain't dumb. No. 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 So – but the rocks were just part of it. The, oh. the oak brush was horrible. Yeah, and then fighting after Wade coming around the corner, and he actually got a little video of it. She's right. I mean, the dogs are jumping up, and she sees him and just poof, bails, makes a big loop, runs clear back, and trees, what, 60 yards off the main road? Yeah. I mean, another two miles, and we, at this point, we're committed, and the oak brush is just. We're already headed downhill. Yeah, I mean, you literally have to crawl through some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I could always tell when you guys – when you guys hit an open spot, like you'd open up the distance on me because I was fighting oak brush. I stayed consistently behind you about 130 yards after I got through the boulders. And you guys would hit the oak brush, and I'd close the distance. Then you break out of the oak your brush, and it jumped at 260, and I was like, crap. And so I'd get, get to the edge of the opening. I was looking at my onyx and everything else. I'm like, okay, there's an opening ahead. Get in there, and I'd, you guys hit the oak brush, and I'd close the distance. And then I'd hit the oak brush and it'd go whoop, stretch back out again. I was like, dad, go on. Yep. That was crazy. It was. It was hot too, huh? Yeah, it got hot. That last tree, yeah. them dogs. That's started. the main thing I was worried about. Yeah. Me was, too. I told Wade, should we stop them? And anyways, by that time, they were getting fur enough that we were in and out of signal. And luckily, Tyson and them were all around the other side of the road there. Yeah. Yep. We got some water to the dogs and pulled them off the tree. and It all worked out? Yeah. Good day. It all worked out. Yes, sir. And then today. Today was a good day. Today was. I didn't even hardly break a sweat today. No. Today's a day where you don't want to take guys that have never. Well, I guess we did take a kid that have ne has never done it before. Yep. He got to experience the whole thing. Everything. Yep. But, but I'm glad it was a kid and not some older person that's. Mm -hmm. The guy that always says, oh, hunting with hounds is easy. Yeah. Because it wasn't a hard walk into the tree and stuff like that. But Yeah. Mate. But but uh, the bear was about ready to go. He was, when, when yeah. We, when we, he was going to jump. Like, we didn't tie dogs up. We just made the call, told him to to, to shoot it. So and he stoned it. He stoned it. 30-30. Again, 30-30. Hit the ground, and it was over. Yeah. But that was a cool – that was a cool – deal this morning because brad was out front yep and how'd that all shake out hunter because i was third in line yeah i was me and shorty got bull crap and looking at a bear track and or i was behind got, wade was i behind you you were right yeah you no i think you were behind brad than me some right there we were all right there i don't know maybe it was brad it was brad me you did we get a rig on that yeah. bear yeah got a rig strike 
we'd hit a rig before. And that's where that big bear track was. It had to be the same bear. Yeah. Up the road, back yep. the road. Yep. And we tried to turn out on it. and Couldn't get him started there. And I think, who said it? It's like somebody just let a couple dogs out and see if we can get him rolling. Yeah. Because right. we were all rammy. We were like, oh, we're going to dump everything. Yeah. Dump the box. <laughs> that's what and I we like did. That's right. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, a little bit. We got that next rig and a little bit more controlled on the dump and got him going and got everybody packed up to him and everyone had a dog in the chase this morning. And Mine was not chasing anything. They were just out for a walk. No, they were there. Oh, man. they! I'll tell you what. My dogs were so shagged out today. You just can't get it. I cannot. I would have to spend a month out here ahead of time to get dogs legged up. The, the rock is different. The elevation is different. Everything's different. And to think that you – I mean, what are we in, five days into the season? My dogs are trashed. Yeah. I, all our dogs are – they Good. could use a couple of days. You know, they're all starting to pack a foot here and there or cut up. Or, yeah, it's – even if they're in great shape, they've done a lot of running this week. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, through hard country. Yeah, through a lot of that lava rock, and that's, yep. that eats we them didn't, up. We wouldn't have caught that dog. We wouldn't have caught that bear this morning with my dogs. Never caught him. Well, you what do you you have only have four dogs here too, though, mm -hmm. don't you? Yeah. Yep. And they went almost every day. So they've that's, gone every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. The so second you, race yesterday is what. Yeah, that was that was the deal for me. That was probably the hardest race we had all. Yeah. Really, I mean, with the heat and everything, that was probably the toughest one. Yeah, for sure. For sure, but it was just a deal. I think my blue tick female made it to the tree, and then I don't know. She, she I'm walking into the tree. She comes out. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, and then Andy. Diablo fed back in, and somebody put him in the box. He was so he was so ragged out. He yeah, was just they like, heard the side by side come down the road, and Tyson stopped there, and they just went over to him, probably yep. looking for water or something, you know. Yep. And and there's easier country down here where them dogs are you know them bears are in more pine country and open and the dogs the dogs can just run and tree them you know yeah uh, here it's it's a bear fight on the ground mm -hmm. almost every time you turn one loose yeah you especially brain calm you do have to have a, some pressure on these bears to, yeah. get them, to get them stopped i think here i agree with you man and i'll tell you you guys are running you know, mostly what what are they English dog? Would you classify them as English red tick? Yeah, I like our dogs. I they have a little bit of everything in them besides plot. Yeah, mine you have, don't want any of that crap no. in there. Mine have plot. That's why he has plot. Oh, that's you why do. That's why mine have a little bit more holes in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I love um, you, man. The only and, reason uh, you have a plot is to blame everything that goes wrong on it. You so, never yeah. have to make excuses when you have right. plots. That Wade has a plot, so I every time something goes wrong when we're together, it's her fault. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in, in 1980, uh, Bruce got a a little plot dog from Cap Atwood. He was a famous lion hunter from, I guess he's Cap from Utah, huh? Yeah, he's from Utah. So, uh, anyways, uh, Bruce got it as a wedding present, and they have been putting that kind of stuff in it since since then. And you. So, but but I guess his dad George did have some some plot dogs before that but that's a different story they them dogs got into some poison back in the day and they kind of had to restart over in the late 70s and 80s and anyway so that's where a lot of it do you know where from. their plots came from um 
Yeah, I mean, what I've tracked them down. Um, Weren't they Willis Butoff? Well, Willis and, Ju and Bruce's dad hunted together. So Willis chased George Nay down a mine shaft and begged him to sell him dogs, and he finally did. Then they started breeding their different Do what? pit bulls. He chased him down a mine shaft. Yeah, he was a miner. Oh, okay. he was a government hunter, and the, Willis was calling this story. You know, Willis was calling him to buy dogs or whatever, and George didn't have any or whatever was the time. They weren't friends at the time. Well, yeah. Willis shows right up to, to to George's work there in Salina, Utah, and was talking to him, and George just went on his day to work, and I guess Willis followed him right down the shaft, coal miner, trying to convince him to, anyways, whatever. They ended up being best, good good friends in Willis the Willis was trying to buy dogs from George? George Nay, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Bruce's dad. I mean, he was he was just. I wonder where George Nay's dogs came from because all the plots came from the east. So the I think what they come, I think where they come from um, was that Brandenburger, but I don't know if there was. Nobody ever said that they were, but the more I track it down, and the f the people that were around Vernal, Utah at the time, got dogs from from uh, was it Dale? Dale, Dale Brandenburger. And then I I. Uh, and I think they all went back to the, to the plots, yeah. or the Vaughn plot and sure. John plot. I think, yeah, because you know? that's where Dale went and got his. And my my little plot is a, uh, is one of those. Uh, got the the darker, you know, she's yeah. the dark brindle, and that's what all of, all of the plots used to. Well, see, Willis Butel's my one of my heroes because he's the one that said, if you can't catch a bear with four dogs, you don't need more dogs; you need better dogs. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I've got four. Yeah, them guys, uh, they started breeding <laughs> breeding the pit bull and stuff into them. And, and uh, I don't know if that was Bruce. Bruce always told me, he said, my dad experimented with everything, but you don't need anything besides a straight hound. You know, don't need to, you don't need, uh, need to mix them with pit bull or they try German Shepherd and whatever, but yeah. just straight hound, just get, Good ones, yeah. you know. But George's the pictures of George when he first caught lion was just white, shaggy looking sheep dogs, and then, you know, this was, you know, in the. Do you guys do you both hunt 30s. these dogs on bear and lion? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, what do you think the difference is? I mean, because some people say I want straight lion dogs, I want yeah. straight bear dogs. It's. I mean, it's. It's. I think it's really tough to get both to do yeah. really good. Um, before I met Wade, you know, my family's more of a straight lion hunting family. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that's what we've done more of. We've had some nice bear dogs, but nothing like Wade's you got, you know what I mean? But I've got, cr crossing the crosses we've done, we've really focused on both. Uh, what are you looking for? Both. What are you looking for? Well, in my opinion, it's really hard to find a dog that you can come do what we did all week, cut a line track tomorrow, and get him to settle down and go to the Rammy. Yeah. After you've been running bears, have you noticed that? It. Oh, it. They yeah. get more jazzed up, you know, and I mean, then mm -hmm. and it and it takes them a little bit to settle down, and you know, if they got enough experience, they're going to settle down because they ain't going to just leave the track, you know what I mean? But right. it, it's, in my opinion, it's tough to get a dog that's really good at both and i think we've got a pretty good deal going with with that yeah and and i would say 
riding with Hunter and, and, and watching his dogs cast out behind the mules and stuff mm -hmm. is neat to me because mine, mine do hunt a little tighter to me where, they, where these guys, I think it's just because they, the way they raise them and hunted them for forever and they just, they just cast out his saber dog. I'll watch that dog go 400 yards and just go check a pine tree. You're in the bottom of the canyon, you see a pine up on the hill, he'll just go check it because he knows that, I guess he's lying, mind-minded, he knows that they scratch there or whatever, and he goes and checks that yeah. stuff, you know. Do you think he can smell it? Oh, yeah. Do you think he can smell it from that far away? The oh, no, 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 but when he gets there, I mean, he just, I think he just is smart. He's, yeah, and he's. He's what? He, uh, I mean, he just, he kind of, he's a, what I'd call a phenomenal strike dog. He just knows where a lion's going to walk. You know, if he sees a, I mean, if I ride past an outcropping, you know, a black rim or something, he's going behind me to check it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just, he's really, really lion-minded. Lion do you rig him out of the truck? Will um, he rig a lion he, out of the truck? You know, I've, I've rigged a couple lions, but he's, uh, I really don't hunt him on bears, so Really, I'm only rigging when I'm hunting bear. So uh, he's a pr pretty special lion dog. So I don't, you I've don't. not really hunted him on bear much. I got you. Yeah, but he, but he hunts bear. He, I mean, he does. He'd roll down a track, and his kids are. Yeah, his, his puppies are really are, doing good. Are doing good. I got so. him. I got him hurt on a bear when he was young, and I decided I was gonna. Did just, your dad tell you not to be? My hunting? dad, my dad just said you're an idiot for hunting that dog. <laughs> Wait, Wade witnessed it. He, we we were down getting coffee one morning, like four o'clock, and Saber sticking his head out, and we're going bear hunting. He said, "You're an idiot for taking that dog bear hunting." Yeah, he's too but special a line dog. He is. Yeah, yeah, he is, and and he's producing good, and there's just no reason to get him hurt on a yeah. bear. Have you have you uh, have you used him to cross over into your bear bear stock? Yeah, yeah we've got. Um, We've got a couple crosses on the ground now. I have a dog I called Downey that uh, I bred to one of Brad's bitches that's here. Mm -hmm. And those those dogs work good. Then we took Saber and bred it to, uh, to, to Brad's bitch out of the cross that Brad and I had made. And they're coming to? Coming to. Coming to, and they're rigging. They're pushing tracks. They're baying bears. They're... I would say out of everything we had this week, they were updating in front of everything. Yeah, really, they're, they're really wanting to push. I'm going to tell you what. When we were at the end of Rincon today, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching my Garmin and I'm thinking, okay, you know, Diablo's still in the race. I didn't even take Cajun today. Cajun didn't even get up when I walked down there to, to load dogs. I mean, he was just like, nah, dude, I'm not going. And so I just left him. And uh, Diablo's ran all week, but I dropped him today. And we're down there, and I'm talking, Brad's standing right there, and I'm watching my dog. And of course, I don't have your dogs in my garment. I don't know why I don't, but I didn't put them in there. And I'm watching my dog go up on the ridge there, and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, he's doing good. He's, he's right in there. And then some dogs come around across us in front of us. And mine's still way up on the mountain. And that was all Brad's dogs. I mean, they'd already made that complete circle and loop and came around and crossed in front of us. Yeah. I was impressed. I mean, I really like going with guys that have good dogs and just watching how those dogs work. 
I mean, I just love it. Yeah. We do too. I love, we both love to go hunt with people and learn things and watch dogs. And yeah, if you're into it, you're into all of it, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. If I, 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 I always want a dog in the front. You know, I always want a dog that runs up front. I, want, I don't want anything embarrassing me. But when you see good dog work, it's just, it just trips my trigger, man. It is. You just see it go and you're like, wow. And, and we're kind of, when we're making these crosses, we're not just, I don't know, we're going into depth and depth of detail. We're not just, Hunter has a good dog and, and Brad has a good dog. We actually put it on paper and made sure it was every trait they did, you know, everything that we wanted when we made the cross. Uh, throwing saber in it, would what we thought would put a little bit colder nose in it, you know, uh, I don't know. I, Add a little more speed. I, I don't know how. Uh, so do you? So do you, when you breed, are you looking? Are you looking at? Okay, this dog is lacking this, but this dog is strong in this. Or do you look at? This dog is strong in this. This dog is strong in this. So that's a good match. Well, I mean, yeah, we do. But uh, what's your evaluation sheet look like? I mean, you're looking at nose oh. drive. <laughs> well, me, I want nose toughness because most of the time we're on horseback and whether you're running or something not, your dogs are getting a lot of miles. So nose toughness, brains, and then speed. Yeah. And, and tree. 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 Uh, Tree's fourth? Well, Tree's probably fourth for me. Yeah, I mean, but we want them all to do. I mean, I want everything to do it, you, it you, you make a cross and, and you got two different styles of dogs and you think you're going to get happy medium but most of the time you get some like the mom some like the dad uh-huh but this cross we're seeing a little bit of bolt like it's really mixing kind of you're getting the happy medium with them you know what i mean yeah um but, but is happy medium what you're really looking for i mean you're not looking for no medium. because i mean you, you like the style dog. like the saber dog I, I would i want 20 of him yeah. But, uh, and then it. you can bear hunt them too because you get Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's not realistic. I mean, you you have a few special ones in your life. But but the dog, the cross that we were talking about, uh, Brad's female that I bred the downy dog to, uh, she does everything good. She cold trails. I mean, you get her out on a dirt lion, she's going to roll down it. She's going to tree. She's tough. She's gritty on a bear. And she's smart. And she's smart. Really smart. Downey's smart. Coltrella uh, overnight. A day-old lion for sure. I mean, he's different style. He's a little bit. He's tighter mouth. He's just tighter mouth, but he'll. But mm -hmm. he opens, but just a little bit tighter on them cold tracks. But he's tough, smart. Uh, trees, unreal locate dog. And then we bred bred. So Grace, I guess when Brad's bitch did all that, Brad to Downey, Grace, that was Grace. Benita did it all. She was just what we what we wanted. We so wanted. you're looking at generations too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. generation consistency, good, greatness. Yeah, what, what did their litter mates do? Did they all turn out good? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, you know, I've had, I've had a dog, one dog in a, good, in a litter work, and and it was a really nice dog and bred that and then got some got some uh 
Dud's out of the deal, and I think it was just because I bred to that that dog that her litter mates were all Dud's. She wasn't, but that trait carried over, you know. Yeah. So uh, we're looking at we're looking at dogs that do everything, and we want to evaluate all the litter mates as well. And we try to put our puppies in good houndsman's hands so we can really get a full evaluation of what they're doing. Isn't that the toughest thing? Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's the same way with coon dogs. You know, everybody, everybody's like, hey, when are you going to have a litter of pups? Make sure you put me on the list. And some people, you don't want them on your list, you know. Well, I don't want them in my backyard for sure. Yeah. But I want to send one to somebody that can hunt hard and can get out of here and get out of my backyard and go hunt the dog. Well, you know? somebody like sending one to Chris that does a little bit of everything to see how – because he's not just hunting coons, he's hunting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's hunting bear and coons. and You know what I mean? You don't want me turning dog, your dog's loose on hogs. Hogs, yeah. You don't want me turning your dog. <laughs> it would be kind of cool to see yeah, what I, your I, But it would, just to see what they did. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It could be. It could be kind of crazy. See, that's why see. I got the trashies back around. <laughs> Man, they don't know what they're supposed to run yeah, when they hit the right. ground. Oh, it's crazy. But, yeah, but to go back to it, we're just – we want them to do everything, and, and, and them three dogs that we crossed to make what them puppies we have now, they all, we, like I said, we bred the Downey dog to the Benita dog that did did it all. Or oh, the Benita dog did it all good. Yeah, that was Grace to Downey. Grace to Downey, and then. Got Benita. Benita, and, and those two dogs did everything. Benita did everything. Then we, we more or less, Brad and I more or less outcrossed to Hunter's dog that did everything and these puppies have been so that's the great. key that's what i was trying to tap into we'll get lost in the sauce with the sure, names sure but you're looking for man you've got a dog that can do everything you've got a dog that can do everything we've got generations of dogs that did everything really good i mean they might not be 10 in every category oh yeah but you're they're never. a high seven and a half eight in yeah. just about everything or you're not breeding them well yeah. and i'm sure you see this chris too but there's too many people breed dogs that they don't even know what they are anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're crossing dogs they don't even hunt. Yeah. So um, there's there's a lot of dogs out there that aren't, like, a proven line. Yeah. And that's another thing. They're both – all these dogs that we're breeding are proven of, with a history of what's what of what they're doing. You know, they've they've done it. It's just – well, you guys are doing something right, I can tell you that, because I didn't see a dog that wouldn't go. I didn't see a dog that wasn't in there, and I'm not talking it. I mean, there might have been a time or two where there might have been a dog bringing up the rear, but your dog's packed tight together. They stay together. I mean, they, they really are. I mean, you guys have got a lot to be proud of on, on what you're doing because I didn't see many holes in what you guys are hunting this week. It was just uh, – you know, it was just, it was beautiful. I, lo I loved watching it. It was well, a real pleasure to get to hunt with you guys it, this week. Likewise, we, it, we've we both listened to you on the podcast a lot, and it was, it was, it was fun hunting with you. Yeah. We, we've had a good And now time. that you've hunted with me, you thought, you're thinking, I thought he'd have better dogs. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. No, we probably go back to Indiana and get schooled on an old coon chase, huh? Oh, mate. Well, not with any of the junk I'm packing right now. <laughs> I can tell you that. That's I, I have one that I'd, I'd drop with anything. I've had a few over the years. But, uh, 
it's a lot different when you're trying to travel around and it is and yeah. you know just you just got to be humble about it you know if i lived right here and had bare access and you know like i've said there's more gravel road before between where we're sitting in the front gate of this ranch then i've got my whole county to leg a dog up and get their feet toughened up and and sure. everything and you guys just you guys are just blessed to be able to live where you do and hunt like you do you're not a kid yeah. so our backyard's pretty big yeah it really is you guys got anything else no we appreciated it yeah yeah i appreciate you guys letting me out with you this week it's been a been an absolute pleasure hunter where can people contact you for autographs <laughs> no they don't want my autograph <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, no and wade uh, let's just talk about your outfitting business because there's there's two are there two different outfitting businesses here and you guys got to come together on yeah yep. so explain how that works out real quick before we well you can go first hunter so You're, you got more uh, history than i do we're we're Meekum Outfitters. It's it's a four generation deal, but uh, we we mostly do lion hunts and deer and elk and, and stuff like that. But we're based out of Southern Utah, right out of Bryce Canyon uh, National Park. Yep. And then me and Wade have actually kind of teamed up, and and my dad don't hunt bear or anything, so and we do all our lion hunts together, me and my dad. But so me and Wade's kind of teamed up on the bear deal the last few years. I think this is our fourth year doing it together. Fourth year, yeah. Yep. Yep. And we'll help each other on a – if I don't have a hunter in and I know they, they got a, a a lion hunter in and I got a nice tom and and if I've got, you know, one of them deals, if that's just a tough week and, hey, come over here and, 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 and vice versa, they help me too. Right. Uh, so it's pretty special. What's what the name of your business? Pine Valley Outfitters. Pine Valley Outfitters. You got a website? So, no, nah, I, I did, but I just do in Facebook and Instagram and what stuff. What do you have? We people. do Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Yep. But yep. We, my dad does have a website too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Four generations. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Well, I just want to thank you both for sitting down and, and uh, sharing your story and sharing a great week of bear hunting on the Houndsman XP podcast. Yeah. Yep. So everybody you can check out Houndsman XP podcast by going to houndsmanxp.com. You can tune in to all of our episodes there. You can find places to listen to that. You can join us on Patreon to support this podcast. We not only bring you great stories and get out there and hunt, but your support helps us come out here and bring stories like this. Going to these great places, meeting great houndsmen, and uh, we're always in it to preserve, protect, and promote the lifestyle and the freedoms to free cast hounds in the United States of America. No matter where you're at, we'll fight. We're bringing that story for you. So thanks for tuning in to the Houndsman XP podcast. This is Fair Chase. <laughs>